like who do we invite because i feel like with a baby shower we kind of invite everyone <laughs> like i w- don't don't do that for your mother's blessing <laughs> don't do that i know you feel like you should but i'm gonna be your friend right now and tell you not to do that <laughs> i would yeah. only invite the people who who you know are gonna make it a safe space for you so if your mother-in-law is not on that list. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> or, or, you know, sister, you know, whoever, whoever it is, or maybe you have a friend from work, you know, you don't have to invite everybody. You can keep it small and because it's, it's supposed to be for you. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the depths of motherhood podcast. I am your host, Danielle. This week, I'm joined by the amazing Rachel, who is the founder of Legacy Pregnancy. And she supports mothers and families to help them have a confident pregnancy and fearless birth. Rachel focuses on transparency and open communication to cultivate healthy and strong client relationships. This episode was so fun to record and Rachel has been with us from the beginning when we first started recording for this podcast and it was so fun to be with her and get to know her even better. So in this episode, we're talking all about mother's blessings and what a mother's blessing is and why it's so important. And we'll be looking at the differences between a mother's blessing and a baby shower, which is maybe something that you're more familiar with. So in this episode, we're going to help you to create the mother's blessing of your dreams who to invite, who not to invite, how to create your sacred space, how to open the ceremony, a bunch of activity ideas that you could introduce, and also how to close the ceremony. I hope by the end of this episode, you'll have a better understanding of the reason why a mother's blessing is so important for a mother and the community through this rite of passage. And how you can tune in to your own needs, or maybe that you're supporting a mother, how to tune in to what their heart and soul truly desires. And also in the show notes, you are going to find the discount code for our sponsor, Evolving Humans, which you will hear a beautiful advert for, created by me right in the middle of this episode. So please don't laugh. I was trying my best to sound really professional. And also, I'm offering you 50% discount on our prenatal program, which you can find the link for in the show notes. And right at the end of the show, we are going to be holding space for a mother to share their story in our special feature, Mother's Circle. If you would like us to read your story, then please reach out. You can find me on Instagram or you can send me an email to depthsofmotherhood at protonmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't wait to share this episode with you. Before we start, let's just take a moment to tune in to our body and noticing the space in the back of the body in between the shoulder blades. As you do this, just start to make circles with the shoulders and let the crown of the head reach to the sky and you'll notice a release happening in the back, opening the chest, and taking some deep breaths right into that point in between the shoulder blades. Feel that space expand. And as you exhale, just melting into this moment.
Welcome everybody to the Depths of Motherhood podcast. I am so, so happy to be here with my very good friend, Rachel. I say she has been here since the beginning. When we first started this podcast, she reached out to me and said, hey, I've been listening. And I was like, oh my gosh, we have a listener. <laughs> and I was just like, oh no, I never thought anyone was going to listen. You know, you do these Aww. things. You're like, yes, I've listen? been a fan the whole oh. time. <laughs> Thank you for supporting us. And I've been following your work really closely. So if you want to share with the listeners what you've been up to, because you are always doing something. <laughs> and it's always incredible. Sure. Yeah. So lately, my biggest thing is just working with um, either people who are in the fertility, infertility stage, pregnancy stage, including birth or postpartum, providing one-on-one -on -one support for them um, because... A lot mm. of us know that the way that the system is designed, you don't necessarily get enough time, love, and support with your provider to either have all of your questions answered or just hold space for you <laughs> to be able to just relish in this time, this mm. major life transition. So I'm there to support couples through the whole thing, which is really fun. So we get to do a lot of different couples things together. So that way, at the end of it, they're a stronger team instead of, you know, kind of just trying to survive pregnancy they're thriving through it oh nice yes <laughs> and I was just complimenting you before on your social media you're putting a lot a lot of effort in there and it's just great oh, to see your personality you. shine through and it, it inspires me when I see you posted I'm like oh. okay I've been inspired <laughs> oh, I about today? <laughs> oh that makes my day yes that's the goal if I can provide value to one person then it's all worth it <laughs> right it's such a ripple effect right because yeah, it might not be yes. the might not be the mother that you're actually inspiring that day it might be another birth worker that then goes on to support yes. their team it's yes really and I love that I love um the huge support of birth workers that I found mm -hmm. through social media and just other mothers such as yourself it is such a beautiful community and you know at when I yeah. first started I actually kind of got squashed by someone who I mm. won't go into it but it, it was just kind of hard and then after that, I realized I met all these really cool and just dedicated souls. Wow. And I just realized like, okay, there's no reason for there to be any kind of competition or anything in this space. Like let's all support each other. There's so many people right. who are struggling and going through things like let's just help each other together. <laughs> totally. And that whoever said that to you that can also be the voice of yourself right you know when you you're yeah. going to share something you're like well this has already been shared before people are already saying this sure. but the thing is yeah. that person might not get to the people that you're going to get to like we all have exactly. our we all have our purpose here absolutely yeah That's and it really takes reminder. people like three times of hearing the same thing before they really right. get it so <laughs> right and like we just said before we went on like sometimes you hear these words but they don't really get you but when they do get you you're like oh that makes sense like of yes. course and you can relate in some way and it might just take somebody's face or somebody's accent or the way that someone's saying it to it for it to finally like get in there and then your yeah. whole perspective on something changes changes yep right Love person it. right time <laughs> so if you're listening you're putting stuff out there keep going you're doing great <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got this <laughs> you got this well today's episode we're going to go into uh, mother's blessings and so this is something relatively new to our culture society but it's something yeah. that's been it's a very old ceremony in Native America and it was it's called it's translated in um it's translated to blessing way 
and it comes from the I'm not going to say this right I'm going to try Navajo mm -hmm. people in Native Native America so yeah. we hear it called a mother's blessing because we don't have any ties to um, well I don't have any ties to these communities so it's just a way mm -hmm. to respect it in that way and they have their own way of doing things which you can find a lot of information online I'd love to hear what you found yeah, so I actually mainly relied on my good friend. She is actually having a mother's blessing this upcoming month. Mm -hmm. And so I was just getting all of like, we were messaging yesterday and she sent me a couple of really awesome voice messages. So like everything mm -hmm. that I have is basically from her. Um, but it's so cool because she hadn't heard of it until about a month ago. And then mm -hmm. she told me about it last week. And then I saw your thing this week about doing this <laughs> podcast. And so it just seems like the universe was just aligning everything. So <laughs> Um, I'm so excited to talk about it today. Yes, me too. And I found it fascinating because all I'd ever been brought up with is baby showers. I think it's, is it the same term in America? Baby yeah, showers? Yep, we call them baby showers. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So these would be, I mean, I'm sure everyone's been to one, but if you haven't, it's mainly for the baby, right? And, and then there's yeah. these games and maybe some unwanted and unneeded gifts. <laughs> and yes. uh, there's yes. kind of like a disconnect. When I've ever been to any, I've just kind of felt a little bit awkward maybe. And it was Absolutely. something that I didn't really want for myself because yeah. there was one time I saw one of my friends sat opening these presents and there must've been a hundred, I'm not joking. And everyone sat around opening these yes. presents. And I was like, she's going to have to say it again. Oh my God, thank you. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Even though she's just opened it from another person. And I don't know, it just felt really kind of uncomfortable for me. And I got to, and my present wasn't like anything fabulous. I mean, it was heartfelt. I think I wrote a poem, oh, yeah. made it like a hamper. Aww. Like I was thinking really deeply of like, yeah. what would she need? And, but everyone else's gifts were like really extravagant. And, you know, and I was thinking, oh, wow. oh my gosh, open mine at the end. <laughs> <laughs> let's do this behind closed doors <laughs> I think you're so right on that though of like how it can be so uncomfortable not just for like the guests but for the moms like every single mother that I know that has had a baby shower within the last like two or three years like absolutely hated opening the gifts in front of everyone <laughs> and so my current friend like she's not even doing it she's just doing the mother's blessing to avoid that whole thing <sighs> and I totally respect her for that <laughs> that's amazing and yeah. So let's think, what are the differences? I mean, we've, we've just gone into them, them areas yeah. of what you might expect from a baby shower. Exactly. But what is this mother's blessing and why should we be introducing it into our um, ceremony? So the way that my friend explained it to me was that obviously the baby shower is focused on the baby entering during the world. And then the mother's blessing is all about loving and supporting the mom. So usually it's a small group of women empowering the mother to be an encouraging and filling them with energy of love and support as she journeys from maidenhood into motherhood. Mm. So that way she is, you know, on this journey from birth to being a mom for the rest of her life. So that way she has all of that sacred energy as she's entering into it. Um, and um, she was kind of explaining to me that a lot of people nowadays, they will use either a blessing way interchangeable with baby shower. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, the bigger difference is that they're not gifts for usually for a blessings way. Um, instead, mm -hmm. um, like you can do kind of like flower crowns, written poems or scripture songs, you know, as like a tribute to the mom to give her mm -hmm. that special energy for that big day. 
Um, but as far as I'm aware, you know, there's the traditional, as you said earlier, um, it comes from, you know, the Navajo songs, you know, with the singing and the drums. Um, and then there's kind of like the more modern aspect of it where, um, you can gift candles to each of the women. And then at the end, um, whenever the mother is entering into birth, each person lights their candle with her. So that way they're all connected as she's giving birth. Um, and they keep it lit until she has given birth. So there's lots of cool different things like that. Um, another one that um, she shared with me was having different gemstones or a bracelet, each mm. bead being blessed by one of the women in your group. Mm. And yeah, so they put an intention in it at this um, blessing. And then you wear that bracelet or bring the gemstones with you to your birthing space. So them yeah, ideas are think- great. Yes, I love I... that. Absolutely. I told her, I was like, I'm going to steal all your ideas for women. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I want to plan it. So I'm there for it. <laughs> that's, but that's the thing I, I think is the difference, you know, with having these ceremonies and creating them, making them unique to you, because you know, something that's been coming up for me recently is I have been in many ceremonies in my life. I've been to many different events, all these things, and people have been running them and they've been beautiful, but maybe they haven't like got me at soul level. You know, I haven't really felt fully nourished by them. And I actually had a friend recently who had a closing the bone ceremony and she felt the same. She was like, it was beautiful, but he didn't like hit the spot. And I'm thinking, okay, "Okay, what is that? And it's like that we should be, um, we should be involved in creating this ceremony. And when you're talking about yeah. the beads and the candles, I'm getting excited because I'm like, yes. oh, it's like that creative spark inside of you. The mother knows exactly what she needs. So if you're creating yes. this ceremony for a mother, just sit down, have a nice cacao or a tea and be like, what do you really like want to experience and get a vision board going and have some ideas, like listen Absolutely. to this podcast and wait to see what yeah. ideas come through. <laughs> yes make it your own yes I love how you said that each mother knows what she needs because it's so true Mm. and it gets you started right on that um that knowing that as you're going in through this transition through this rite of passage that you know like you can get support from people you can get ideas but you know and to tune in I feel like this ceremony is like the key point of this actually is that reminder that people are going to hold space for you as you're experiencing exactly what you and your baby needs and they're going to be there and that's like a reminder like looking around like people are here um being with me celebrating in the way that I desire and they're still here and they're enjoying it with me because this is about me and that you can carry on to the postpartum phase I feel like it's just such a good start for this like this journey that the mother yeah. and the community's on as well, because the what is a rite of passage, but a, a chance for the mother to go deep into the depths of herself and to pull out some wisdom to then offer to her community so that the communi- community can then thrive. And this is what it used to be all about. But instead yes. now we have like numbed the mother. We're not letting her listen to her own intuition. And the last thing we want to do is listen to what she found from going into the depths of herself. We don't want to hear that. It might make us feel uncomfortable. It might bring (laughs) something to light. Like we might have to make changes. Yeah, there's so much truth in that of uh, promoting the self-reflection, being able to look within because in creating that community of support ahead of time, I think is Mm. so valuable. Um, Yes. 
you know, going into birth. And then as you just said, as you're entering motherhood and just having those people, you know, you can love and rely on who are going to be there. Um, and also kind of gearing her up for knowing she has that external support. If she chooses, you know, no matter where you choose to birth, whether it's at home, a birth center, a hospital, you have these other lines of support outside of where you're actually physically giving birth. And I think a lot of moms need that because setting up for themselves is really hard. Patient advocacy is so hard. I've struggled with that. Um, especially in the last six years, I was in a car accident. Um, and so I've had to do a lot of that. And I know whenever you are in a vulnerable state that it can be really hard to stand up for yourself. So knowing that you have those other souls that are backing you during this time, I think is just so, so powerful. So I yeah. strongly encourage any and every mom, even if it's not, I know some people aren't quite as, as spiritual, but mm-hmm. even just having, having that, you know, meeting as a support group beforehand, I bet would really matter to you. I hope that you're enjoying this week's episode. I'd like to take a moment to share a little bit about this week's sponsor, Evolving Humans. Evolving Humans teaches the most effective energy healing technique which we can use to restore balance throughout our whole body. Personally, I have found this practice to be extremely simple and deeply transformative. When I mastered this technique, I was able to regain power over my life. I finally stopped running and distracting myself from my emotions. This technique teaches you to feel the energy in your body and be with it so it can be seen and loved and without any force or suppression. And from that space, it finds its own path which clears you of any unnecessary tension. Have you ever suffered with a chronic disease, injury, mental turbulence, heartache, depression, anxiety? I could go on and on. The question is, what do all of these expressions have in common? They create a sensation in your body which creates a discomfort or a pain. What do you usually do when you feel something like this? We are taught to do whatever it takes to remove the pain. Wouldn't you like to heal yourself without relying on an external source? Like I mentioned before, it's so simple. It takes no mental power to do this. You literally just have to feel. Evolving Humans are offering a 10% discount on their course, which will share everything you need to know. Visit evolvinghumans.com and use the code motherhood22 and I'm going to put all the links in the show notes. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Totally and I I like something that you said. I liked all that you said and thank you for sharing. There was one thing that like I I realized because I actually saw from Dr. Stu put a post up or somebody took a quote of his and it was like not every mother wants to birth at home like it's, it's maybe it's not right for them. Yeah. I'm going to totally mm-hmm. butcher this, but it is, they do deserve to be able to make an informed decision. Um, and that really like, it made me think there is so many movements right now, especially on social media, where you have to be in a certain group, you have to do it, you have to birth a certain way. And it's like, they wanted, I understand it's like this freedom to do whatever you want, but I feel in the process mm-hmm. of some movements, they've created this own, um, <laughs> like 
sector of people of women of mothers who feel like they mm -hmm. have to do it a certain way and if they they don't then they kind of get exiled I saw it yeah. in a group I think I said it on the podcast before where a woman yeah. ended up going for a cesarean and she um basically got um all the posts underneath on the Facebook group were like why are you posting this in the group and she was like well I was preparing for a unassisted yeah. home birth but it didn't work like that and I had a mm -hmm. cesarean they're like well we shouldn't have these pictures in this group and it's like what the oh my wow. gosh you know oh that breaks my heart but that is the extreme like that is the extreme of what is happening so I've totally gone off on a tangent yeah. here let's wait rein it back yeah. into mother's lessons <laughs> <laughs> so we talked Absolutely. about like what the ceremony is and yeah. what about the space let's think about the preparation that you can do to create this beautiful yes. space so I know you can do clary sage especially that actually relates back to the Navajo tradition so that's pretty cool um and then the way it was explained to me is that you can kind of go around and make space and each person can kind of explain who they are and relation to their like um it could either be womb wisdom or motherhood energy and so um you know you could say hi I am Rachel daughter of Trell or you know hi I am Rachel granddaughter of Dawn or sister of Liv you know and kind of go through um and it kind of connects you to your ancestral ties and oh, yeah. helps clear the space too so I love that. I it's like bringing in the red thread, reminding you. Yes, and did exactly. you see that as well, where they tied the red um, thread around the wrists and then to the next no, person? No, I didn't see so that. Oh, oh, it's so beautiful. Oh, I love well, that. Everyone sits in a circle. You take yeah. the red thread, you tie it around your wrist, and then you pass it to the next person. And then you have this circle connected by this red thread as a reminder. And I just thought... That is so beautiful. And actually we did something similar because I had an online ceremony and we tied a red thread. And the idea was oh. when I went into labor, they would cut it. Um, wow. So you could do that if you're in person, you tie it to your wrist and make a little knot. So then when you put oh. it, you still have the bracelet on. On. And then when the mother goes into labor, there's a little community like on WhatsApp or however you yeah. do it, let them know she's gone into labor. And this is like a way to say, okay, you give then the thread up to the earth and wish the mother good, well, wish the mother Aww. strength and love and surround her in light. And it's just connecting you with her as she goes deep into the depths of herself. I love that. Oh, I love, but it's love, interesting because when I did it, I also didn't feel like I wanted anyone to know. So I had the intention. Oh, and when I went into yeah. labor, I didn't want to yeah. tell anyone. So it was, it's, <laughs> we have these ideas and these, um, you know these rituals but you still have to do what feels good for you feels right at the time yeah. because I felt when I went into labor with her I was like this is going to be long <laughs> like this is going to be a long oh, one yeah. so if I yeah. did tell everyone they'd be messaging me is she out yet is she come yet like is it time and it's like oh that is the last thing you need so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> check in with that see how that feels for you Aww. if you want to tell people or not but I love the way of the opening that you were saying about opening yeah. the circle opening the the ceremony of giving thanks and being grateful to your ancestors and 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 the land that you're doing this ceremony on that's going to support this community and the baby and just opening up with that gratitude and and uh you said before you know it doesn't have to be so spiritual like just saying thanks is not like you don't have to right. be all woo woo about it you're just giving yeah. thanks and surrounded by beauty like bring it I saw um 
I saw a ceremony where each person brought mm-hmm. flowers and put it in the middle. So they made a mandala. Everybody <gasps> um, contributed oh. a mandala in the middle. Wow. And as they put it down, they offered uh, wisdom, a little bit of their own wisdom to give to the wow. mother. And then they had this beautiful mandala that's just filled with all this wisdom. I get goosebumps. Because I love, yes, I did too. I love that visual. Oh, I'm going to have to borrow that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's such a nice one. And then in the middle, I think it's it's like in the middle, that's where you can be creative. So I've got some ideas written down that I'm going to share. Oh, yes. um, so card readings, you might have a beautiful deck of cards that you've been using for your pregnancy that you pull out. You, you could give the mother a foot bath with lots of flowers in there and essential oils, obviously finding out which essential oils is good during pregnancy, um, belly painting. I did this and I used cacao. I used cacao to paint. Yeah. And I'm thinking everyone should do this. (laughs) I have always wanted to do that. I was thinking henna, I actually had henna done for our wedding. And so Mm. it's kind of always been really special to me. Um, I didn't know that you could do cacao. That's well, that's I, so cool. Because I was I like, love- okay, should I do henna? But then I didn't know if the one that I had was going to have toxins in or anything because we were in Costa Rica. Oh, I don't know if it says non-toxins. Yeah. It's actually non-toxic or not. So yeah. we made a paste, a really yeah. thick paste, and um, put a little bit of honey in it because that helped it okay. all stick. And then just used it and drew on my belly. And it was so oh. beautiful. Like Because I love cacao. I've had cacao through my whole pregnancy and, and beyond. <laughs> Some <laughs> some mothers might, or some women might not enjoy it. It might be, give them a headache. It can be a lot, you know, we're doing yeah. an episode on cacao soon, but if you have had cacao in your life, this might be something that you really connect with. But even just if you're not drinking it and you're pacing it on your stomach, that's like totally okay. Like it's, it's going to be better than in henna, I'm sure. <laughs> but if yeah, you are using henna, true. then just make sure it's non, non-toxic. It's non-toxic, yeah. So Do you was, use any specific um, symbols or anything or just kind of free? Well, <laughs> I let people go wild on my belly. So I had Aww. my friend there and I yeah. had Elan and I had another friend that I met and she would just came into my life through um, just like spontaneously, but she was there and it was so beautiful Aww. and they just all contributed to it. And it's funny because I'm having flashbacks now because yeah. I had a cat at my house we didn't know it was pregnant and it gave birth oh. on the day I went into labor and guess where the cats were in Araya's baby cot thing. What is it called? Oh, crib. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where's the cat? And the cat's in the crib has given birth, I think to five kittens. And I'm like, this oh, is my day. <laughs> oh my goodness. So crazy. Like, you know, when oh, things happen, mother nature was like, like- it's today yes. for everybody yeah like literally like the universe is like okay life is coming let's let's do this everyone <laughs> everyone <laughs> but I have this cute picture with a kitten and like next to my belly is so sweet I'm mean, I'll post it with this episode it was the cutest yeah, you please do <laughs> <laughs> one of the other things I wanted to do which I didn't um because mine was online so I had my friend Leah with me we made the sacred space and then I had my family which was great because I had my grandma there my aunties like some old friends people that I would never have had there if I was even in my own country you know so it was so beautiful and I had the idea that I wanted to do belly dancing but that never happened but that is an idea that I love (laughs) (laughs) that's cute yeah I love that that was that was used it wasn't 
I'll say I spoke to someone about this once because I thought it was mm-hmm. used to help the woman give birth, but it's not actually that. It's just it can okay. contribute to it. It's like something that they they may have done as a practice, but it wasn't the reason it was invented. Mm-hmm. But it was just like dancing to show the mother, like this is the move to help the baby down. And so Aww. I thought that would be really nice to have in, um, in a ceremony. Have you got yeah. any other ideas for this like this creative yeah. part to get the juices flowing if you're if any of our listeners are preparing? Yeah. So I think the only other thing is just, you could ask all of your invited, you know, women or, you know, I guess it could be, you don't have to only invite women, but your trusted circle, um, they could bring, you know, something of like significant value to them, to Mm. the circle to share with you. So whether it be something that they create or holding Mm. space for you, you know, like a song, a poem, a reading, you know, any of those kind of things, um, to just bring for you to share with you. Um, and then if it's, um, like something that's written, you know, having it handwritten would be even more special Mm. and being able to gift that to her and let her have that in, in her birth space. If she Mm. so chooses, that could be really cool. I love that. And also you get to know people better because you think, you know, people, but Sometimes we don't know people so much, you know, because when we're so in the moment, but maybe you don't get to know what their passions is or what they, what they really, what is really important to them. Because I've had some friends that have read poems to me that I didn't even know they, they would write poems in their spare time. And I was like, this is so beautiful. We actually had um, a playlist made. So Leah made everyone put a song in a playlist. And um, that was so cool because then I listened to it during my pregnancy before I gave birth and and afterwards. And then it makes me laugh as well because one of the songs on there was like, Ice, Ice, Baby. Baby. (laughs) (laughs) Or both dancing for those of you who can't see us. Yeah, I know. (laughs) We're on it. Because it was like spiritual songs, you know, like really like earthy tribal songs. And this came on, I was like, yeah, it gives me memories. (laughs) Brings back memories. (laughs) <laughs> oh I love that that's fantastic <laughs> one of the things I didn't have because I didn't have family around but I think it's a great idea is um in that time having um a, you know just setting something up in the home where people can uh, contribute to like a meal train when are people going to bring meals you know or what yes. they're going to bring I think okay. that's a cool yeah. idea because you're in the moment yeah. everyone's like feeling it and you can get people's names down with a date and you're like okay <laughs> that's when I'm going to get some food you know like keep keep with it because it's easy to it's easy for people that are supporting the mother to forget or feel like they're not needed in some way because to the outside oh. world it might look like you have like your shit yes. together but on the other but really when behind closed doors you might not have had a great I like one great meal that day because you've been yeah. so consumed with what's happening but just knowing that someone's going to knock on your door offer you some food or even just leave the food outside the door you know like one thing that I I saw once was a mother that put a sign on the door saying mm-hmm. Like, I'm really grateful. Please leave the food at the door, you know, because oh, and not yeah. taking it, people not taking it personal yeah. that they don't want to be in their space. Because I think that's Absolutely. what I was broke with. Like, if yeah. if I, for instance, didn't invite my family around, some of my family, they'd be so offended. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I can't come around and see the baby the day after you've given birth. Like, so like yeah. really, I think having this ceremony allows you to create mm-hmm. boundaries as well. And for the community to know okay, this is what I'm expecting on the other side. Um, this is probably how I'm looking to uh, be with my baby, be with my my new family. And 
it might not even turn out like that. You might want everyone to come around. You might open the doors and yeah, let everyone exactly. in. Like you do the dishes, you look my feet. I was about like. to say yes. <laughs> I've heard of like doing um yeah, kind of like what you said, the meal, the meal plan kind of a thing, mm-hmm. as well as um if if mom is supportive of it, I've heard of people bringing a meal and then doing a round of dishes like while they're there visiting and then leaving so yeah or laundry or whatever it is so they're the things kind of like letting mom go shower or nap or whatever it is while they like heat up the food and yeah so yeah that stuff don't even ask just get on the dishes (laughs) yeah like like, I was um I think I can't remember I read it recently it's like don't take the baby away for the mom to have a break just go and do the dishes let the baby snuggle up with the mom you know oh my gosh that is so well said oh my gosh wow yes because everyone wants to snuggle the baby but mama needs to snuggle not what mom needs yeah Yeah. they need to snuggle each other so they are some I think we've offered some great ideas and one thing as well that I forgot to say is food bring make some food bring your favorite dish like bring the thing that maybe you would make yeah like Mm -hmm. bring it and share and just nourish each other because I think this is it the reminder that we're here to nourish you and teas oh my gosh like I'm such a fan of teas so finding teas that the mother can have the things that are going to really nourish her and bring her back to life on the other side as well like these are the things that are really gonna because if she starts connecting to the herbs beforehand then she's going to welcome them a lot like easier on the other side as well I love (laughs) my daughter's just pulling cards for us she pulls um this Oh, fire. it's beautiful. Fire. Oh, she keeps going fire and water. Like they, they keep coming now. So the first one we'll, we'll stick with the first one. <laughs> <laughs> the first one. Um, so the closing ceremony, once everything, you've had a great time. And then we want to, I think one of the most important things that is missed is like closing of the circle, just to give deepest thanks to everyone. And sometimes this is done by drumming or dancing mm-hmm. or just laying together, but in the end finally just like everyone just holding hands in a circle and breathing together like keeping it simple and just feeling it's coming back to the body making that space yeah exactly and also (laughs) also one other thing that we didn't (laughs) speak about is like who do we invite because I feel like with a baby shower we kind of invite everyone (laughs) Like I w- don't don't do that for your mother's blessing. <laughs> don't do that. I know you feel like you should, but I'm gonna be your friend right now and tell you not to do that. <laughs> Only invite the people who are really positive, really encouraging. Oh, another thing you can do is have um, as long as you trust the people in your group, they could share positive birth stories if you mm. wanted to do that. Good one. Um, but yeah, I would yeah. only invite yeah. the people who, who you know are gonna make it a safe space for you. So if your mother-in-law is not on that list that's okay <laughs> it's okay <laughs> or, or you know sister you know whoever whoever it is or maybe you have a friend from work you know you don't have to invite everybody you can keep it small and because it's it's supposed to be for you <laughs> right exactly and you know what I did I wrote an invite and in it I wrote all about what a what a mother's blessing is and what we will be doing inside of it and actually I had a few people reply and say I don't think I'll feel comfortable doing this and you know and it's fine because they don't feel comfortable and also you see even though there might be a change in your relationship it's good to be seen on this side because if you're creating the ceremony this is like um what did you talk about the podcast with me earlier it's like an extension of yourself right like this is an extension of yourself so if somebody doesn't feel like they can hold space for that because they have their own things coming up or whatever it is they don't feel comfortable 
that's okay like fine you know that's the things that we have to realize because we can be bringing people into our lives expecting them to dance our dance with us but they don't really want to be there but we know everything we're all telepathic we know when someone wants to be there or not so they will contribute in another way yes that not everyone thinks like me I have to think about it every single day and I'm like why are people doing that like oh yeah people think differently and thank god that they do right Right. exactly you know everything would be so boring and terrible if we all thought exactly the same right Um, but yeah hold space for them just because they think differently doesn't mean it's it's bad it's just different and that's okay (laughs) yeah and it might mean that you and that other person you go out for a cup of tea or you go for a walk or whatever it is like you do something else and that's okay because some people just don't like being in groups they don't want to be in that space they might get anxious especially coming out of these pandemic times oh my god physically around people is like super overwhelming so even being online with people is super overwhelming so I get it. There's so like... much truth in that. In my health and wellness class, um, I actually just had last night, we did this whole like survey and one of the wellness pieces is the social piece, right? Mm-hmm. And all of us scored like pretty low on it. And we mm-hmm. kind of got into this huge discussion about it from, you know, the pandemic. And then, yeah, even being, you just mentioned even being in large groups online is still kind of hard for some people. So um, yeah, it's okay to, to just be okay with what you want and what you need and for other people to do the same thing. (laughs) Support each other in that. (laughs) Totally support each other in that. Because like we said at the beginning, you know, this is not just for the mother. It is deeply for the mother, but she is the one that is the catalyst for change in the community. So there will be something just by bringing this up that is going to be deeply healing for, for everyone around you. And like, also, like you said, it's beautiful that everyone's different. It keeps life interesting and exciting. So, <laughs> so true. <laughs> wow. Well, this has just been awesome. And then I, I think we have covered pretty much everything, unless you have something else that you want to add. No, I think that was everything. Um, I'm just going to double check. No, just, yeah, pretty much the, you know, gifts aren't required from participants of it you know but maybe just handwritten affirmations and positivity mm. um, oh yeah flags prayer flags oh my gosh you can oh yeah that one that could be yeah that's exercise. a good one yeah. I feel like I just want to have a mother's blessing right now <laughs> yes I'm down let's just yeah. do it <laughs> I was looking at pictures last night and I was like I would love one like I need another one but in person like you know the beauty of oh, it yeah. oh my gosh but yes. the, my virtual one was great. So if anyone is having the virtual, it's definitely mm-hmm. 100% worth, like it's worth it. And it did Aww. really do something to my build up to giving birth. And um, we had a photo at the end on the screen. And it was so nice because I recorded Aww. it and I had my grandma on it who passed away last year. And it's just so beautiful. Like even though she didn't Aww. get to meet Araya, like she did because she was there. Oh, and that's the other reminder. Take a photo. Take a photo oh, of everyone yes. when they're there. We don't want to miss these memories. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> but this has been the best conversation. I've had a wonderful time with you. Yes. Thank wonderful. you so much, Danielle. This was wonderful. Welcome everybody to our special feature Mother's Circle where we hold space for a mother's story and this week I'll be reading Amy Elizabeth's birth story. Thank you so much for allowing me to share this. Boxing day around 1am I was awoken by my water starting to trickle. 
I woke Neil to tell him, and knowing that Dana, my midwife, was on duty that night, I decided to text her and tell her what was happening, but that I was going to get some rest. I managed to have restless sleep until around 5am, and then I woke up starving. I left Neil sleeping and ate a huge bowl of porridge and settled to watch Miracle on 34th Street. At around 6am, I had a tightening And when I stood up, my waters fully went. I hobbled upstairs to sort myself out. And by the time I'd entered the bedroom, my first surge happened. We messaged my dad and his wife, Jo, who would be my other birth partner, and told them to start getting ready to make their way over to ours as we wanted Theo to go back to my dad's for the day. In the meantime, Dana had messaged me to tell me that Jane would be on duty soon and she would hand it over to her. Whilst trying to give Theo breakfast, the surges were getting more intense, more than I'd ever remembered with Theo. I had to take myself upstairs to focus as they were taking my breath away. Jane popped round at 8am for a quick check and while she was here, I was talking about getting Theo sorted. I felt the surges die off a little, so she just left us to get Theo packed off to my dad's. Once Theo left, things really ramped up within the hour, and I messaged Jane around 10am to say we were starting to set up the pool and she could come and see us. I think she came around 10.45 to find me sitting on the birth ball. I couldn't physically stand up through the surges anymore, as when I stood up, They snowballed without my breaks and sitting on the birth ball just helped me to catch my breath. I was totally in a zone with the counting on the Freya app, the ball and the TENS machine. I don't know what I would have done without the app. It kept me so focused. After around an hour of Jane arriving, she suggested we could go in the pool. And when I got in the pool, I had three surges back to back and then not a lot for a while. But then they came back and I wanted gas and air to help focus my breath. I'd lost the app at this point and I think it was making me lose my head not having it. But the surges were so strong and at this point I don't think I would have been able to remember to press the button on the app anyway. After around an hour in the pool, the doubt and emotion set in and there were a fair few. This is too hard. I can't do this. I'm never having another child again. The power was just so strong. I was completely overwhelmed. And then all of a sudden, from being overwhelmed with one surge to getting the focus back with the next, it all just started to feel different again. After one to two hours in the pool, Jane suggested I got out. Things had lost the intensity and I think I was getting a little bit too relaxed. So I stood and I was back to this huge amount of pressure where my legs felt like they were buckling underneath me. Thank goodness for Neil's strength to hold me up. Jane suggested this time that gravity was doing the job, so let's head up to the toilet so I could sit through these big surges and help him work his way down. I remember racing up the stairs to get there before the next surge and just plunking myself on the loo. I had Neil on one side, Joe, our other birth partner on the other, both holding my hands as the baby slowly made his way down. Jane asked me to feel to see if his head was close. It was. I could feel his hair. So strange. So I was asked to go on all fours so he wasn't born in the toilet. 
I did as was asked, but I felt awful in that position and quickly got back on the loo, a happy place. 15 minutes or so later, I could feel him making his way down. I didn't push. I didn't feel I needed to. I just breathed in and grunted very loudly out until out he shot. I think the intention was to birth the head and then get on the floor to birth the rest of him, but he wasn't waiting and Jane's fast reflexes stopped him from going head first into the water. He did bump his head on the toilet bowl as she caught him, but he was fine. I was really anxious about the next part. After a 1.5 liter blood loss with Theo's labor, I was worried about birthing the placenta, but it came out itself within minutes and then I was holding Otis. I told my midwife I was feeling faint and the next thing I remember, I was waking up on the bathroom floor telling everyone I felt like I'd had a really good nap. Established labor was recorded as almost three hours and he had been born at 14.44 weighing nine pound one ounce. Not as much blood loss this time, just 500 milliliters, but maybe the placenta coming so quickly had taken it out of me and caused me to faint. I was picked up and bundled into bed whilst Jane prepared for cleaning me. I'd had a second degree tear again, but it would all be sorted at home. In my bed whilst I gave Otis around two hours of total uninterrupted skin to skin and waited for him to decide to feed, which he didn't want to do for a couple of hours, but no stress. Neil was busy tidying up downstairs whilst we were sorting everything upstairs. He brought all the tea, all the toast, all the chocolates and Haribo. The midwives left around 7pm, four hours after Otis was born, and then we waited for the arrival of Theo. It was so wonderful for him to come upstairs and see us all calm in our own bed with such a peaceful Otis and when he wanted a break, he just went downstairs and played and had some tea before Neil put him to bed at 8.30 p.m. Then we just snuggled until we decided to get some sleep around 11 p.m. It was just the most wonderful experience. I never thought it would feel how it did. The strength of the feelings and the strength I found within myself to work him out. Just unbelievable, really. The care from the home birth team through both of our pregnancies was so special but to birth a baby at home in your own time is like nothing I'd ever experienced before and something I will be forever thankful for. Thank you home birth team, you are true angels and made all of my dreams come true. Oh, thank you so much Amy, that was beautiful. Mama Ru